0: You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Visit bpn.fm to discover more. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want?
1: Hi, this is Allison Janney, and you're listening to And the Award Goes To.
0: Hey, everyone. This week is a very special episode of And the Award Goes To. I am so thrilled to have multi-award winning, but today we are focusing on her Oscar. Welcome, Allison Janney, to the podcast.
1: And the Oscar goes to Allison Janney, i time
0: This is the first Oscar and nomination for Allison Janney.
1: All by myself. Okay, nothing further, nothing further from the truth. Thank you to the Academy. My fellow nominees, you represent everything that is good and right and human about this profession. You are all extraordinary. Stephen Rogers, look what you did. Look what you did. You're a brilliant writer. Thank you for the gift of Lavana. I did not see this coming. You did. You give new meaning to the word friend. To my Itania family, the magnificent Margot Robbie, the fearless Craig Gillespie, a cast and crew and bird that elevated my work. <laughs> to Tom and Brian, Neon, 30 West, my. My team, Janny, Leslie Siebert, Chris Henze, Alana Rice, Karen Sanfilippo, we've been together a long time. Thank you for all of your work. Joanne Woodward, I want to thank you for your encouragement and generosity that gave me the confidence to think I could pursue a career in acting. To my mother and father, Jay, my family, my family of friends, the staff at Gata, you know who you are. I love you. And this is for Hal. You're always in my heart. Thank you very much. I remember pretty much every moment of that um, that night and that moment, so so I don't have to relive it. <laughs> so so with
0: without re-listening to it right now or re-watching it, um, when you say, I remember every moment yeah. of that night, let's just start with the brilliant first line that you used in the speech, which was, do you recall? <laughs>
1: <laughs> of course I do. I did it all by myself. Yes. And- that line, it actually, everyone who knows me and knows Stephen Rogers, who wrote *I Tanya*, thinks that it was—it's a very Stephen Rogers line, and and it wasn't. My friend Nick Bakai, who I went to Kenyon College with, who's a dear old friend, and he was one of the writers on the Mom program I was doing, and he gave that to me as as a as an opener to say, should in case I won, and I was so I remember. I wasn't entirely 100% sure I was going to win, even though everyone says I was crazy. There was everything up to there. I had won and it was an amazing run I was on, but I thought it's never a sure thing. It's never a sure thing. So when they called my name, it was a mixture of just relief that because of all the people that were involved in getting me to this moment and, and which is, which makes that opening line so funny because there's so many people invested in me doing this and all my, my, you know, my publicist, my, my, My agent my manager all my entire family all my friends everyone was you know saying of course you're going to win it I was like that's not you know I just had this fear that it was not going to be me and and I was going to let them all down so when they said my name I was it was just a sigh of like oh my god thank god oh my god it was more like a relief that I didn't have to oh deal with everybody feeling that awful awkward feeling after I don't know it was just it was a it was just more of a feeling of relief and the joy and everything came later it was it was relief and and being overwhelmed and then walking up those stairs was i going to say was was i going to say that line am i going to make it work i don't know this is such a, a room i'm not familiar with i mean i'm familiar with a lot of the people in the room but not this this event and this the importance of it and everything and And then, you know, since then, I think about I should have, what I should have done, what I should have done, as we all, uh, every actor does, I should have really walked, started to walk off the stage. (laughs) I don't, but people not knowing me as well, they might not have gotten it as well as I just stood there. So I think I made the right choice, but also that, that. Year, there was an award for the shortest speech ever, and it was some like jet ski thing or something like that. And I thought, well, do I go for the jet ski and just say I did it all by myself and walk off? It would be certainly the most memorable Oscar speech. I mean, it would be, it would go down as one of the great uh, speeches because it would be so funny and so unexpected. But I just I couldn't I couldn't um, do that because I had to thank so many people. And as it was, I didn't thank enough people. You never um, it's such a tricky thing to to um, try to get as everyone in as as many as you can without um, but you always leave feeling like you, you left, you know, you didn't leave it all out there. You forgot someone and, My God, my God.
0: I love that every time you thank Alana at every time you you win something or acknowledge the people in your life, the unbelievable number of calls I get each time you win is really, really satisfying. So thank you. (laughs) Thank you. I get flowers. I get like, can you help me win an Oscar? I'm like, absolutely. Of course I can. What do you need? Um, I think about, you know, we're talking about
1: my assistant, Alana, who is, me. that's why she's getting all those.
0: <laughs> your assistant, yes. Alana your Um, Yeah, you have two Alanas in your life that love you and support you tremendously. Um, mm-hmm. When I think back to I, Tanya, and I think about the character that you play, um, when you mentioned Steven Rogers moments ago about people thinking the screenwriter also wrote your opening acceptance Oscar speech line. um. That would have been on brand for him, but I think it's a pretty remarkable story that someone who's known and loved you, loved you for so long, wrote this part for you and wouldn't let anyone else do it. Um, and so, can you talk a little bit? I know it's been a few years since the Itania film was front and center in your life, but if you can hearken back to sort of how it came to you and how somehow this character who was so different from anything you'd ever played before and so opposite of you as a human being, um, how it came to to you and what made you decide to say yes?
1: Well, Stephen uh, and Rogers and I, of course, we went to the neighborhood playhouse together. So we, and we've been friends for, for ever since then, that was 1982. So we've been friends for quite a long time. And he, he told me he was writing a movie about Tanya Harding and he knew of my past figure skating um, life. And he, he told me when he started writing it that he was going to write a part for me. And that I was going to wear a fur coat and have a parrot on my shoulder. And I just started laughing and I was like, you know, I thought, how can that be? I can't even imagine. Sounds like you know, sounds like a, a character that I would want to play. I can't wait to see who she is. And he's like, it's Tanya's mother and blah, blah, blah. So he just kept telling me about it. But I never saw a script for, you know, he, he while he was writing it, he didn't send me anything. He just said, this is going to be such a great part for you. You're going to love this. It's so funny. Um, and he sent me a picture of her. And that's when I really got excited. When I saw her visually, I thought, oh, my God oh my God, can I? Is that, is that, who is that? Who does that? I want to find out more about this woman. And I I don't understand how you look like that. What is that about? How do you, how do you, how does that woman get up in the morning? Why does she feel like, why the parrot? What that what all of it was just such a, a mystery to me and so much fun. And then, and then of course he wrote it and sent it to me. And it was, you know, it was uh, hilarious, but I was like, I want to be in it more. Write a bigger part for me. I want a bigger, bigger part. <laughs> and I want to have more to do in it. And so we kept put, putting little things in. Like I just love that scene of like you know where I can't even remember it's halfway through the three quarters. I'm like, where the fuck? What the fuck happened to my storyline? Yeah, you yeah. Know? <laughs> when She does. Yeah, she does That's have that, cool. that moment the where like little things like that that kept me kind of in the loop in the in the film. But um, and then um you know he wrote it and and was going to do it and i i was doing mom at the time and then um and then i also had committed to starting rehearsals for 6 degrees of separation mm-hmm. with our dear friend john hickey yeah. so i was starting rehearsals for a broadway play i was doing mom and then itanya was being filmed in atlanta so it was kind of a miracle that i even did the movie because I said to Stephen, I, I didn't think it was going to be possible. I said, I'm doing too many things, honey. I think you're going to have to go with somebody else. I can't. I'm doing rehearsing for a play and doing mom. I, I don't I don't know that I can get to Atlanta to do this. And um, he said, we're not doing it without you. And I think at some point I felt like, oh, just do it without me. I can't. I'm just I'm too tired. I can't do it. I was like, that's how I felt. Yeah. I was so... Tired and overwhelmed, yeah. I was like, I can't do it. Just go on. I love you. Thank you for writing this part for me. Someone else is going to. He's like, No, we're doing it with you. And and the fact that they did is a freaking miracle because the producer of of Six Degrees Separation, the producers of Mom, and the producers of Itania all had to come together and agree to letting me go for basically it was eight days of filming that I did for Itania. So they condensed my work all into eight days to accommodate my crazy schedule. Um, that's how I mean. Otherwise, it could they could have. Dra- I, I probably would have been there for a couple, you know, two weeks or something just to make everything fit. But they made it work, and I flew to Atlanta, and I I, I remember the. One of my favorite things that I contributed to the movie was the final scene with, um, or when the the whole monologue with uh, uh, Lavanna to the direct address to the camera, um, you know, Craig Gillespie, the director, made me smoke in every single scene. I was like, surely she's not going to say, "Yeah, you are smoking." It was like, "You are smoking." I was like, oh, but in this scene, she's eating. It's a restaurant. You are smoking this this kitchen. It's such a small set. The crew, you are smoking. Like I was going to smoke in every single scene, and I really smoked. I chose more cigarettes for La because they were those brown, long cigarettes, and I totally. thought that's, that's make a nice statement. Yeah, yeah. Of course, they were the only ones. They couldn't make um, fake marshmallow stuff, so they were real cigarettes. I was smoking Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and member FDSE.
0: With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
1: This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a
0: while and
1: uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick.
0: So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
1: Um, And it was just, you know, I just want to scrape my tongue at the end of every scene. It was so disgusting. But Uh, so the final for the address to camera with the bird. The bird wrangler was like, "Oh no, no, no! You can't smoke with the bird." and uh there and and we were all like oh my god we didn't think about that of course we can't sm- smoke with the bird there and i just said what if i said craig what if we are the prop guy i think i said do you have one of those you know like she has emphysema now and she has to have an oxygen what are those things you put in your nose and he said oh yeah i like i said oxygen he said i've got a cannula and an oxygen tank i said well, get it bring it get it off the truck get it in here and, and it was, uh, it was perfect. So I had that and the, you know, the oxygen tank next to me and the bird, it was, it was the perfect solution. I felt so proud of myself for that. But my God, what a, what an experience that was. Craig Gillespie was so much fun to work with. I love that man. And, and, and Margot, and, oh my God. I mean, it was and having Stephen Rogers there with me, you know, in the trailer before every scene, I was like, should I say that? How, give me something else that I could say in case she does this or whatever, you know, having him right there, just help me, helping me through everything. And I don't know. It was. Eight days. Was just fun, eight days. A fun moment. I know. Eight days of magic. Eight days of fun to unbelievable. And, and the, and all of the work that goes into, that from the beginning of Steven Rogers idea to me getting up on that stage saying I did it all by myself is, oh my God, it's just, it's just, <laughs> it's, 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 just a, it's, you know, whatever, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's couldn't be less true. Um, a million people made that possible for me. I should have thanked all those producers, all the, it was, it was a miracle. Well, I think, I
0: think I'm the exhausted. work, I Jesus. think the work is how you thanked all those people by like helping this thing that they worked so hard to make, um, by elevating it. I mean, you and Margot together, everyone, S- Sebastian, Stan, I mean, it really was um, a really uniquely gifted group of people on every side of that project, behind the camera, in front of the camera. Um I feel like, you know, one of the things we've talked about before is sort of how do you access um, a character that in so many ways is so different from you? And you said something really interesting to me, and I wonder if you would share it here, which was the mean, mean things that Lavanna said to her daughter, Tanya Harding. Um, You once talked to me about... How what you did for that was actually sort of, I'm going to use the word pretend, which is not an acting term, but, you know, the term I used when I was six about acting, sure. that you were talking to yourself, right? Like the, sort of a little bit about um, the ways in which we can treat ourselves really badly. And is that how you thought about it, sort of accessing kind of the worst possible things to say to somebody else?
1: Well, yeah, because when you when you start working on a film, and I had to immediately have this relationship with Margot Robbie, who I just met, and was totally intimidated by her in every way—her her beauty, her my everything. She was like, oh, "My God!" I had to be mean to this woman, and and um, I had to have that instant relationship with her that you do when you when you're acting in films, and you don't often get time to rehearse, and you only have eight days to film, so. I found that the way I could talk to her and be mean to her was to, to pretend that I was talking to myself. I was pretending I was talking to the part of myself that, that let me get this right. It's like if I was, I used to work with Phil Stutz and I was just, was watching um, Jonah Hill's movie about him. Cause he's such a great therapist. And I loved that man. And he talked about the the shadow and, and, and it's sort of like my, Shadow or no, it was X. It was the X part of me talking to myself, like you're, you lousy. You you don't work hard enough. You're you're an embarrassment to to the family. You are so you are you know it's just so easy. We all are are judgmental and mean to ourselves. I think to some degree, and and I just had to to pull that up, which was fairly easy for me because I'm pretty hard on myself and and try not to be. It's such a daily. Struggle to just edit that part of me and say, "Hey, back off, back off, back off." But for LaVonna, I let it, I let it come out, and it it made me feel absolutely confident as hell talking to Margot, telling her to fuck off or whatever I was telling her to do, throw a knife at her. Like I was like,
0: (laughs) I also feel like that costume, that wig, those glasses, the bird, the coat, all of her things talk about like permission to escape completely into this other human
1: skin um oh, it, so freeing. it's so yeah. liberating to have the old the age man i had put on and everything i didn't have to worry about what i looked like i didn't care it was like i it was just it was very free and fun to play someone like that i didn't have to worry about my jowls or yeah. anything i was like bring them No on. vanity
0: just just <laughs> character you had won so many awards yeah. before for the west wing and i mean emmys and golden globes and critics choice and 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 the bafta um what did it mean to you to win the oscar
1: well that's i mean that's the ultimate um award that you can win as an actor in my my mind um it's something that i actually i mean i always dreamed of but never thought it was really as my career went on i thought i don't know if that's going to happen gosh um <laughs> you know it was feeling but and then i thought i'm always sort of a late bloomer but i didn't expect it to be itanya even after doing it i had a great time but i never i never thought that that would be the result of that uh, that movie that work um so i sure am I think it's better too that I didn't. I think if you go into something thinking this is going to be my Oscar role, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I don't know, there's something Mm -hmm. that would be very a lot of pressure to put on yourself going into a project thinking that. I I don't know. For me, it would be so. I didn't even wasn't even in my mind that that was a possibility. So that it happened was was just a, a dream come true, really.
0: When did it hit you that you actually won?
1: I think um, I always think of that Faye Dunaway shot that famous picture of her after she's won her Oscar out by the pool with the magazines around. And she's just sitting there with the couple, just like, what just happened? Um, I think it wasn't even the next day because I had to do this. I had to go to work on Mom, the show. I had to do a, a morning show at six a.m. and then went to Mom to work, and I was I was exhausted. The day after after I won, the next day when I woke up and I didn't have to go to work, then I just sat there in my kitchen and looked at it and just was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I can't, I just, and then this just rush of joy and happiness came over me of what had happened and I got to really enjoy it because it really is a, a you you have to work hard to get going to everything and, uh, you know, going to film festivals and going here and there and Q and A's and there, it's a lot of, 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 um, campaigning. You really do campaign for that.
0: Anyone who knows you knows that literally like Lavana Harding is the polar opposite human being on this planet. Um, You, Alice and Janie, are all things warmth and generosity and all about holding people up and making them feel like the best selves that they can be in your presence. I know I have been the recipient of so much love and and you're shining your light on me in my life. And um, I think it goes without saying that that night, that win, um, was just an extraordinary thing for everyone who loves you because no one has more talent than you, but no one works harder than you at your craft. And every thing that you make as an artist is just so filled with truth and integrity. And I am in awe of you and love you very much. So thank you for being on. And the award goes to, um, you're a national treasure. I love you too.